plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management, your host of Your Healthy Retirement. On this podcast, we'll strive to teach you about comprehensive financial lifestyle planning, the importance of minimizing taxes, the keys to leaving a legacy, building an income plan, and properly managing your wealth now and well into the future. Joining Steve Davis are the hosts of Good Morning New Hampshire on 107.7 The Pulse, Peter St. James, and Pat Kelly. John Toll. Good morning. What are you laughing? We just no, no. Steve went. Okay, great. I'm gone. See ya. So how are you? I'm good. It's great to be here. I got some big shoes to fill, so let's see how it goes. Oh, you doing? No, just Pat and I are here. You don't have to. You're doing just fine. <laughs> are you talking those little number sevens that are over there? <laughs> uh, um, we're in the third quarter now. Second quarter ended up a lot better than. It looked like it was going to end up. Uh, it was one of the best quarters the market has ever seen. Wow. Where do you go from here? Well, it's going to be choppy right, I think. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a disconnect oftentimes in the market with what's happening in the economy. The market is a forecaster of what the right. expectations are. Right, because it's uh, speculation. Ex- the well, speculation, yeah. <laughs> forecasting. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I think when you look at the, all the news that's coming through from uh, rising cases again, States and cities rolling back their opening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not sure that what the market is forecast might be right, but I, who am I to judge? Yeah, and and then you you figured in uh, the CARES Act, and now the president saying, "Hey, I want another one of those stimulus things, but more than 1,200 bucks per person." Right. Well, the HEROES Act has gotten through uh, Congress. It's in the Senate right now, yep. uh, and it's calling for much higher uh, payments than the CARES Act provided for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also calling to extend that $600 uh, a week in unemployment benefits. I don't know that that's going to be happening, but, I, yeah. Yeah. You, know. I, you know what? There's a, there's a downside to that $600 in that it's keeping people from going back to work. I know. It's incentivizing there's, there's them that. to stay out of work. Do we know if the stimulus money, the $1,200 or the $2,400 per family, right. did that spur the economy from uh, where it might have been, or did people sit on that money because they were terrified that they might need it down the road, so it's out of the bank, and really didn't help the communities? I think it's too early to tell. Right okay. Now, yeah. You know, okay. Um, obviously people, I mean, the intent of it was to help people make sure they didn't fall behind on rent, Correct. on bills and things like that. If they were secure there, then maybe they would use it uh, at retail stores and whatnot, sure. but everything was shut down. So, right. uh, you know, it's really hard to, to You say can't exactly. see a big jump in consumer spending when nothing's open. When nothing's yeah, open, right. exactly. Right. All right, so... Um, it was really nice, and uh, all this large yes, $2.2 trillion, yay. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Okay. Like all the policy, free health care, free education. No, 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 no. Somebody's going to pay for this. Nothing is free. Is this going to bite me in the back and here soon? Well, how do you think the government's going to pay for it? Yeah, I, I know. You know they're going to raise what? Yeah, taxes. taxes. Mm-hmm. There we go. You know. But but the demand is there for you have to do something for me now because it's just such a situation. It's, but, but how do you? Talk? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's the balancing. Yeah, I was going to say, right, but how do you say act. we can't afford it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It, you, you know, it, it's just one of the things that you, you have to you have to endure the pain uh, to help society, and you really hope that it was the right thing to do, mm-hmm. uh, and that it, it comes back and, and makes us stronger in the end. Did it um, make sense to you as a financial advisor, financial person, when you saw this unfold? 
you saw the, okay, this isn't taxable, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Did it make sense to you on that level? Well, it did because the, you know, if we did this, we're, we're helping two things. We're helping uh, the the individuals in this country mm-hmm. um, not go into, you know, financial uh, despair, hopefully, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the, the going along with that is also helping the economy to keep clicking, which keeping people employed. So you hope that it spreads throughout the economy and uh, accomplishes several things. Mm-hmm. Um but again, I think so. It's the just, theory behind it was solid, right? I do believe so. Okay, and the, the, the situation I, and the situation just the government had to do something. They had to do something. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and when government gets involved, sometimes there's uh, uh, there's waste and mismanagement, and I think that's some of the concern because the, the CARES Act was so uh, broad reaching from helping people uh, with their retirement in terms of what money they can take out and right, right. and things like that, but also the the you know the loans going to small businesses and and all these other things. Um, you know, you hope that the loans going to small businesses, which were forgivable in many cases, mm. that that wasn't abused. But mm-hmm. I think we all know there was abuse oh. in there. Oh, please, yeah. Yeah. what the, the the Lakers, the L.A. Lakers, yeah, I know. Right. you know, got a little know. help, and they are like the biggest grossing money team in the NBA. So, right. mm-hmm. did, right. did the CARES Act change the required uh, minimum distribution? Yeah, indeed it did. So, for okay. 2020, you no longer need to take that required minimum distribution. And so, people might say, well, <laughs> "How is that helping me? You're not making me take money out of my retirement savings." Um, but this goes back to maybe we've mentioned in the past called the sequence of return risk. When you're taking money out and the market is going down, you're basically locking in your loss and you're preventing yourself from the opportunity to make that money back again. Mm -hmm. So the theory is if you can afford to, you leave it there. And as we just saw this quarter, the market came way, way back. Having left that money there, you were able to recoup a lot of it. Had you taken it out in February... Even if uh, though it seemed like a good deal to take it out, you know, right. you, know? you would have you would have insured that loss and never had the opportunity to uh, to make it back. You have probably spoken to people that as soon as they became eligible for Social Security at sixty two, they took it. They said, hey, "I'm going to take it." Well, okay, but you're shortchanging yourself uh, for what you could be getting as a monthly stipend by jumping on the bandwagon early. But some people. If they need it, they need it, right? Well, absolutely. And, and sometimes it makes sense for people. Yeah. If, if somebody has chronic illness mm-hmm. and their life expectancy isn't into the 80s or 90s, right. um, it makes more sense for them to take it early so they can start getting that money back that they paid in. Mm-hmm. Um, if their family histories has people living to 100 you, and you can afford to, you might want to wait so you can mm-hmm. maximize what you're taking in for a longer period of time. Right. Right. Yeah. Again, all part of the planning. Exactly. It's part of the planning. It's sitting down understanding what your expectations are, what your needs are, and putting together that plan to try to make sure that you can, you know, achieve those goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, second quarter, uh, you're right. Some of the uh, best since, what, 1987, I think? Oh, yeah. Somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. Should now I be calling Sean at Davis Wealth Management saying, okay, I want to reexamine my portfolio now. It did well. I'm not convinced it's going to stay that way. Sean... Wave that wand, protect what my you know, protect my investment. Is now the time to do it? There's never uh, one good or bad time to do it. Well, actually, okay. it's always a good time. It's always a good okay. time. It's always yeah, a yeah, good time. A good, um, good point. You know, because by you, you just reinforce the fact that people are watching the markets daily, up and down, up mm. and down. It doesn't matter that it, we just got off the best quarter uh, in decades, or that we suffered the fastest, quickest bear market uh, right. in history. It's always a good time to talk to somebody, get a second opinion, make sure that your plans 
are, are correct for you. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions about what you've heard today or have a financial and retirement planning question of your own, don't hesitate to reach out. Give a call to 888-333-3818. That's 888-333-3818. Or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Your Healthy Retirement and subscribe. That way you'll never miss a show. Also, be sure to catch Steve live every Thursday morning at 7.30 in the Concord area on 107.7 The Pulse. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.